You're listening to the Renewing Our City podcast, where we equip you to reach your world. And now your host, Matt Shaw. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Renewing Our City podcast, where my goal, where our goal is to help you reach your world. I love for you to have conversations alongside of me where you get to listen in to some of my conversations with men and women from around the world to help you truly fulfill the Great Commission wherever you're called or wherever you feel called. You may not be where you want to be, but taking steps forward in this type of equipping ministry where you're able to learn and grow and hear from some amazing men and women of the faith, people that have been persecuted, people that have been in the trenches for many years, people that have have been doing this a lot longer than I have, and probably you have as well. So I just love to bring these episodes to you every week, and this week's episode is nothing short of that. I met our guest Jose Rodriguez while training pastors down in Honduras and teachers down in Honduras, and it was awesome because I just could not believe how humble he was sitting there taking notes, listening, when honestly he should have been teaching the classes. This guy is just an amazing man where young men flock to him as well as me, I just love to glean, and he gives purpose, he gives a future in the church for these type of young men, so I couldn't wait to get him behind the mic and share his story with you. I also love to talk to these type of guys that start movements, like planning hundreds and hundreds of churches by helping and equipping and sending young men and young leaders out in their local settings, wherever they are. So he is currently working in El Salvador and um, Panama, but also just around uh, Central America. He can just have so much influence. You also hear about some other places, but here's my interview, my conversation with Jose Rodriguez. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm sitting here with uh, Jose Rodriguez. He's a pretty awesome pastor that I've just been getting to know, but he's uh, uh, with me at a pastor's training down here in Honduras. And uh, what's the exact town we're in? How do you pronounce it, Jose? What? <laughs> what's the town we're in right now? The town? Is it Octilio? Octilio. 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 I'm still working on my Spanish. Yeah, he says yeah. I do good, but I don't, I don't think I'm doing I too great. I think you... You learn Spanish because your Spanish is good too. I'm working on it. I, and next time I come, I'll have to be better. I'll have to get like an app yes. or something like that. Well, well, welcome to the show. And uh, I know pastors are always excited to learn from other ministers, especially people that have started multiple churches like you have, and really are somebody that's uh, not just a, a pastor of one church, but pastor of pastors. You pastor other pastors, and I think that's really awesome. And so, why don't you just start out with telling us how you got into ministry and maybe became a Christian, how you got to where you are today. Okay. Uh, I started my ministry when I, I was only 14 years old. And it is very amazing because uh, all my family is Catholic. Yeah. Family, my family is Catholic. And um, I was... First in my family, accepted Jesus Christ in his life. And um, when I started the church, I tried to involve about this, like the, the young pastor uh, told us today. He is um, involved, I like him to, to listen about the Jesus Christ. And uh, in Panama, I am from Panama, in Panama only uh, Catholic 
you yeah. know, other Christian churches. And um, I feel so good about this. And um, after of this, I enter in the Bible Institute. I educate two years in the Bible Institute. But uh, if your family was just Catholic, how did you get to a Bible Institute that wasn't Catholic? Yeah, but they don't have to accept this. They don't. They didn't have accept. I entered the Bible Institute. Yeah. I need to talk a long time yeah. with them. And um, but thank you God, they accept. I enter in the Bible wow. Institute. And uh, it is good because in this moment I, I receive a, a good instruction about the Bible. It is new in Panama, this, but uh, uh, in this moment I, I felt so encouragement and my first love yeah. for God. And uh, when I graduated, when I was 70 years old, and um, one pastor told me he, they have the opportunity to go to the church. Uh, that church ha had a problem. The pastor uh, falling in the sin. Yeah. And the church broken. It's very good place, but broken. Yeah. No people. And the pastor told me, Jose, we don't have more people, only you. But I told him, Pastor, you you know I only had only only had I only was at seventy years old. Yeah. I graduated only two weeks ago. He said, but you are the only option, no more. <laughs> I sir in the church, the name is Dipala. It's amazing because in one year and a half I baptized one hundred people. Wow, 100 people, and uh, it's so good. After of this, uh, one American came to Panama, uh, this small village, and he told me, Jose, we need to open church in Ecuador. In two years, we want to, to invest in this. It's okay. Okay, in the future, but I never thought in this moment is it really was true. But when I was uh, 19 years old, I was studying university. I, I was studying university. I had I had a, a preacher too, and. Uh, I work with a teacher in the first grade because I have studied a teacher program uh, emphasizing psychology. In this moment, uh, I know my wife, Rosa. Yeah, you met her? Yeah, and I love, I fall in love with her. And uh, we decide to, to marry. And all my family told me, no, no more because you university. Uh, children come and you don't finish university. Mm -hmm. But I have my target in this moment. Uh, I know I try to maintain with my wife a time with no children for finish my career. Yeah. And for five years, we don't... Uh, no kids? No kids. 
and uh, when we we had when we were uh, 20 years I, I was 20 years the Americans come again with me told me Jose we are ready for go to the Ecuador <laughs> my first time outside for the Panama City wow it's the I have not really afraid because I told with my wife Rosa, Rosa, what do you say? Rosa said, I follow you. That's a good wife. Yeah, I follow you. I follow oh. Ecuador. Yeah, I we we went to Ecuador. I stayed in Ecuador for more or less uh, one year, two mm -hmm. months. We established two churches. I bought this is a small and most village. I bought this is. Uh, Almost 200 people. Wow! And uh, for a pro problem for immigration, for the paper immigration, mm -hmm. we don't have so much money for pay the immigration. Yes. It's very expensive. We come back to Panama. And this moment established a new church, open a new church. But six months after this, we have a new church. Again, the missionary told me, Jose, we need to go to Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica now. Yeah. He said, Rosa, what do you say? Rosa said, I follow you, Jose. <laughs> it's okay, go to Costa Rica. In Costa Rica, we opened three churches. About more or less uh, 200 and a half people. And they stay in Costa Rica uh, for three, or three years, more or less. And I finished my career in Costa Rica, and I started my, my master's degree too. Where'd you go for that? Uh, Where'd you go for your master's degree? What school? Uh, and the uh, University of Costa Rica, okay. but not finished. Yeah. I, uh, I need to come back to Panama again mm -hmm. for preacher in Panama, and uh, finish my career in the Panama City in the University of Panama City. And uh, in the moment, uh, I tried to open new churches in Panama City. I had the opportunity to open more or less uh, uh, 29 new... Uh, 29 in Panama. Yeah, in Panama City, in a small village. Because in Panama, only we have um, uh, churches in one state. Only way is that the name is the key, but I established this in the moment. And when past the time, a long time, uh, I established with a pastor in the big church in David City, in the capital. In this moment, I have a principal in the school too. I have very comfortable. I have a very good car. Wow. All is good. My, I have a, a child, one child, Christopher. Mm -hmm. uh, all my life is happy. It's the moment, comfortable. Uh, no several country, preaching in several country, Ecuador, in Peru, and uh, Costa Rica. Um, I, I, I felt good because I, I, I thought it's okay. Jose, it's okay. You. Work a lot, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But in 2000, uh, Blind Blind told with me, 
when I stayed for my first time in Honduras, they invited me to preach here for a special compliment. I, I, I came here. And uh, in this moment, Lifeline told me, Jose, I hear about you. If we need to go to El Salvador. But it's the moment I, I thought, wow, El Salvador is a very dangerous country. Yeah. It's dangerous. So, okay, we need to pray. We need to pray. But in 2001, 2002, 2003, they sent email. Jose, we need, we need, but they don't explain what kind of, of, of um, work they want. Mm -hmm. They don't explain me exactly. And they told me, okay, Jose, come to El Salvador only for you saw the, the country. And Just I can, yeah, this is only for business. They said, I paid your hotel, etc. Okay. Good, no problem. I came, yeah, they came, it's good for now. And they explained me, Jose, El Salvador has a six million people. It's okay. You know, in El Salvador, they, they weren't Christian church. Not possible. Because the are Christian church, is, is not so much in Panama, Costa Rica, four. And uh, in Honduras, but Nicaragua too, but in El Salvador, they were Christian church. They told me, yes, Jose, two mission intend to come, to come, but never happen. It's not finished. I we we uh, thought that you you can. I don't know, but it's, I need to talk with my wife. This is a big thing yeah. because now it's different. Because I have very comfortable, I I in the moment I have a child. Uh, he loves my child. He has a very good relation with my grandparents. Yeah. Every Saturday they go with the grandparents. In Sunday. It's, it's difficult. I need to thought a lot of this. And, um, but in my mind, uh, forever I, I thought it's impossible they weren't Christian church in, in El Salvador. No, not possible. In the United States, we have thousands of Christian churches. Yeah. In Europe, in, in in Muslim uh, countries, yeah. why? It's impossible. But in 2004, I talked with my wife. My wife again told me, Jose, I follow you. You decide. I follow you. I am your, your wife. Christopher is your son. And uh, uh, my mother-in-law told my wife, no, 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 not permit this. My parents told me, no, 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 you killed in El Salvador. And, um, but in 2004, uh, I decided to come to El Salvador. Uh, 
I put my resignation and my work in the school. In this moment, I work. Uh, I teach in the in the university too. Yeah. And and um, I work in the church. Missionary put angry with me because he said, "No, why? It's okay, but I feel this. I feel this the opportunity. I don't know. It's possible only." Cool to to establish one church. I don't know. Yeah. But I try. I try. I came to El Salvador um, ten years. Uh, the past ten years, I have I have ten years in El Salvador, and now we have uh, sixty-nine house churches. Sixty-nine house churches. Wow. House churches. We have uh, ten principal churches. We drive 2,000 people. Wow. I bautize 1,300 people wow. in El Salvador. Wow. I open new church in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. I bautize possible 25 people in Guatemala. Now we open new churches in the Indian in Panama. Wow. We have uh, five. Uh, five or six churches we baptized 100 people in only two years wow. in Panama and uh, I think God moved but uh, in this time I have approved too because in El Salvador two times robbed me and uh, one time they almost killed him killed who? yeah killed you yeah um, two years ago when I visit the house church, but it's a new house church. In this moment, I know it's a very dangerous. How many people place. go to a house church usually? Is yeah, just normal a, a 25, 20, 40. There are house churches and uh, they upside the house yeah. because it's impossible to stay in the in the in the house. Yeah, uh, 40, 45. They are the the less they have, then. 10 people. The more they have, 60, 40. Wow. And that's a lot yeah. of... The houses aren't probably very, very large, yeah. so they're they're crammed into these houses. Now, if people accept this, people feel very comfortable because the Engel Salvador Church is like the family. People yeah. like a family. It's a good relation with the young children, etc. We have activity. And the very important is the, the, for the house churches, is that we don't have so much money. For mm-hmm. example, El Salvador, uh, we don't have so much support. But uh, we, we say, what do you need? It's a big building. We spend $50,000 in a building, or we spend the money the Americans send us for open new church. Yeah. Spend money for gasoline, spend money for training the Bible mm-hmm. Institute children uh, or boys, like you know, mm-hmm. the Kike, yeah. the, the other guys. And we spend money for this. The idea is open, open, open more house churches, more churches. Um, we don't have a, a building, but the most important, we have a people. 
Yeah, and so you don't need all this extra stuff. You're using houses and you're spending your money more on training ministers and the yeah. gasoline to get them to to somewhere yeah. rather than just infrastructure and, and buildings. And I think that's a pretty different model than most places. They say, hey, we need a building or we need this stuff. We need this orphanage building. Mm-hmm. They're always wanting to expand uh, all their all their stuff that they oh, own mm-hmm. that probably takes a lot of uh, extra time management away from you from ministering to people mm-hmm. baptizing people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making disciples yeah yeah and it's, uh, it's, it's great because uh, and like I told in the, in the seminary it is uh, I, I feel sad when I listen we have a big clinic. Mm-hmm. We attend 500, 5,000 people a month. So we have a two school. It is good. It's good. It's healthy. It's all is good. Education is good. Uh, but we have a report. We have 500, 5,000 people attending the clinic. 5,000 people in the school. But the church only have 20 people. <laughs> What happened? Yeah. I think it's the, when the you Americans, sister in the United States and brother in the United States, uh, send the money, we have a responsibility to use the money for the principal focus. Mm-hmm. Like the young pastor told us, the most important is people recognize Jesus Christ in their life. We have a bad time all country have a bad time. We have a more liberally, liberal mm-hmm. situation, more homosexual, more situation, bad situation, uh, uh, married broken, family broken. Yeah. And now people don't need, uh, people, now people need more spiritual things and feeling things. And uh, the church, we have this opportunity give them they recognize and the only man uh, want to help them Jesus Christ and uh, it's my opinion and my philosophy it's possible I am a mistake no, I but I try I try to to, to, to think it's the, it's the best way it's possible that other pastors think other things it's okay I respect every minister I respect but now I think it is important to continue to plant in churches. Yeah. Planting churches in every part in the United States, like you mm-hmm. you are in the United States planting programs. Mm-hmm. This important in Latin America, more than Latin America, is really we don't have some much Christian churches. In every country we have a three, four churches only. Mm-hmm. Why? Why we are very sm- a small church? Why do we don't uh, reproduce like the United States. We have a thousand churches. Why? We, we need, uh, I told with my pastor, we need to war more. Mm-hmm. War more. War more? Yes, we need to, to fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, because it's necessary. It's necessary to continue work, 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 work for the Jesus Christ. And it's this, like you told me uh, in your message yeah. uh, yesterday, you say it is possible to involve the family. 
because they are pastor in the in the other churches. They are a pastor, but it's their son is outside the church. Mm-hmm. But you, yesterday you told us it's a good thing involve your family and the church. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. I have a very healthy family. My son studied medicine. My son liked the Trump. Yeah. Uh, he stayed in the uh, uh, sport ministry when he, he was in El Salvador. And my wife is a director of the of the of the children program every time wow. in their life. It's a, when we are together we are happy. Because we think it's God blessing my family um, and it's possible God blessing my family because I work so hard for trade to the kingdom of Jesus Christ growing. Well I thank you. One thing I constantly hear you saying is you ask your wife before you answer a call and you're doing ministry as a family together, not <laughs> I have my family over here to the side and I'm doing the ministry. You're asking her and you're bringing her along and including her with the children's yeah. ministry and you're you're bringing your son into the sports ministry yeah. and using him. And uh, I, th- I think uh, a lot of times we, we can disciple other men in the church and, and forget about our families and we... I just look at your life and I look at how you have all these young men around you here here at the training and they're looking to you as a father figure, as somebody that is teaching them a spiritual father, mm-hmm. teaching them like a father. And uh, I think part of that might be because your son is loves you and, and they can see your family and they go, I want to have a family like that. Yeah. I want to plant churches and baptize a lot of people, but I also want a family that loves yeah. Jesus as well. That's true. Tell me a little bit about the challenges in El Salvador and just in Central America with the gang violence, some of the, 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 the lack of morality and families that are broken. How do you engage people? How do you uh, witness and uh, reach people, evangelize people when there's so, much, so many problems mm-hmm. with the gang violence, with the, with the problems with drugs? Yeah, and... Um Latin American has a lot of problem about about this and uh, especially uh, El Salvador and this area, Honduras and Guatemala. They have a big problem with guns. The three country is a lot guns and uh, um, this produced to the family broken and um, young men are killing people when children they are killing. Yeah. Children. Only children that are 14 years old, they killing seven, eight people. Wow. Do you imagine? And um, when, when I, I saw the problem, I, I, I had in the moment a logistic situation. Understand your mm-hmm. logistic situation? When I saw this, I, I think in my mind, how I help the people. And in this moment I understand the children, the young men, they fall alone. They don't have a family. And they need a place, a good option for come to feel better like a family. I try to to, to establish the church 
But like the young pastor told us, never change the doctrine. The doctrine is the same the Bible says. Mm -hmm. But use all the things I know for people come. The people feel a family. Mm -hmm. And this give us a good things because more uh, the seventy percent of the, our leaders and pastors they have involved in gun, they have a married bad situation, but now they have together, they have stronger family. Yeah. The the young men involved in the church and help other young men to come again. And they make a disciple, like the Kike with a cube. Yeah, Kike, Rubik's cube. Yes, he's really fast at that. Yeah, for example, Kike. Uh, uh, the other guy here is Walter, and Walter is uh, he has uh, a cousin. Never went to come to the church. Never, uh, don't like it. But when Kike go to evangelize him, Kike said, it's possible he liked the, the Ruby Cube. Yeah. And Kike said, he, he saw when the guy saw him, when he moved the, the Ruby Cube. And he said, you want to, to learn this? The, the guy said, yes, yes, oh, come. Come to the our church at the uh, uh, young church in the morning, the Sunday. I promise, I teach you. And the guy says, "Really? Yes, no problem." Kike, of his money, he used his money, bought a barbecue and give the wow. guy yeah. and the teach. Now his guy. Baltai, he's a member, he's involved. It's, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, what is the idea? Is guardedly, what is the problem the community has? What is the problem the this family has? And the trade to, to help them. We never have to resolve this, but God has to resolve. Uh, their problems. So when you're going into an area, you're saying, hey, what are these issues? What are the problems? Yeah. And how do I build a bridge to address that? Yeah. Using something as funny as a Rubik's Cube yeah. to uh, evangelize. I think uh, there's many different things that we could say. It could be sports ministry like you do, mm -hmm. or what are some other things that you would do to bridge that gap to reach reach people? Is yeah. We, we use everything. We use our uh, sport minister. We have about two, two, two hundred people involved in the sports ministry. That's awesome. We have uh, uh, like a Ruby Cube. Kike is part of this. We have uh, uh, the children uh, in the Bible school go to the house to house, talk to the house to house to Bangladesh. The other people, it's very funny because when the children go, the parent go because the parent never permit their children go alone. Yeah, and the, we cut the parents and children, and the children go to house. Talk, they say uh, they give a, a flyer, flyer. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They give oh. a flyer. A flyer said, "Jesus Christ love you." The people 
Oh, you are a child. <laughs> yes, but Jesus Christ loves you. That's awesome. And uh, there are people in the community applause. Wow. Uh, the other thing we have is we have uh, uh, in Spanish is batucada. Batucada is four uh, trumbles. Drums. Yeah, four drums. Yeah. And uh, four people go and the children uh, go to the street. They dance and Jesus stuff. Christ is dancing. Jesus yeah. Christ. The old people cut the attention if the other children go to the flyer. Yeah, so the older it's, kids are passing yeah, around and yeah. the kids are in the street drumming, yeah, yeah. attracting people. That's pretty yeah. awesome. This is, this is um, uh, Brian Jones, the first time Brian Jones, Brian Pastor Jones, Brian yeah. Jones, the uh, Church of the Valley. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yes, Pennsylvania. When the first time he came to El Salvador, in this moment we have a project about this program and he stayed in this moment, in the street, when the children go, Brian said, Whoa, it's crazy this! But a lot of people, two, three hundred people in the street, <laughs> applaud the children. It's very amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And this is important. My son Christopher participated in this. That's because really cool. he, he's the he's, drummer. Yeah, yeah. I used to be on, uh, yeah. I used to drum in high school, but yeah. now I really don't do it anymore. But everybody here is trying to get me to drum and uh, I'm like yeah. I'm so I'm out of practice so I d I don't want to embarrass myself in front of <laughs> So let me ask you this. Uh, so uh, when you're seventeen years old and you go into an established church that's mm-hmm. dying, uh, and you baptize a hundred people and then you go to um, Ecuador, and you go to other places, and you're baptizing hundreds and even thousands of people. Uh, some people might say that's the gift of evangelism, or you have a special gift, Jose. You you you're the pastor. You have that special gift. But you know, I'm just a normal person, and I'm shy, and I don't I don't have that gifting. What what would you say to somebody that says, I can't, I can't do that. I'm I'm a Christian, but I can't I can't do what you do. Yes, I think, yes, I have a I, I think uh, you have, all Christians have. It's the, I, I preach in my church. I teach everything in the Bible Institute. If you, everybody know me when I was 12 years old, when I was 12 years old, when I was a child, a very timid man. Really? Never, never, never in the school, never answered, never things, very timid. And uh, my classmate, the more people they talk, but I'm very timid. But I believe, I believe when we receive a Jesus Christ and your life uh, with a passion. I don't know what happened, but God changed. Wow. Because uh, I don't know what happened, but God changed me. And that in my first time, I never preached. My first time, I remember, I, do you imagine? I, I, I sing. Sing? Sing a song, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is it's, 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 it's very embarrassing for me because you know, I only was um, 15 years old 
and uh, by the end of my first my first law and uh, my church said okay we have a good competition about a singer etc etc this uh, yeah, okay I want to service what is my opportunity for for singing it's okay I have a singer okay? but you you know my boss is very strange my, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my boyfriend is very strange never for for singer but when I stay in front of the people only 50 years old I was 50 years old I sing Cristo te ama en espíritu y verdad es Jesus love me in spiritual truth yeah. This is in, in more or less in English. Did you write that song? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. He all people. He, yo, I moved. By first time, I moved. Cristo te ama in spirit. Wow. When finished, <laughs> 10 people participate. And but when people vote in the small uh, page, more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won. You won the competition. Yeah, they I won the competition. The yeah, that's awesome. But uh, <laughs> I believe in me. Oh, I am very good singer. The old people told me, old people told me, uh, every worship, Brother Jose, you, please, you. But why? I seem very good because people applaud me. People feel good. But okay. But one time, when I, I, I sing, I sang, because it's in the past time, it's I sang. Old uh, people applause, one pastor close to me, he, he told me, Jose, you are very bad. You're very bad? Singer. <laughs> You are very bad singer. I don't know why people applaud you, but you are very <laughs> bad singer. I don't know what is why he told me this. I feel I felt bad. My mind, I cry when I arrive in my home. <laughs> <laughs> but is the moment never more. No more singer. No more singer. That's funny how like. A hundred people could tell you how awesome you are, and then one person says you're bad. Yeah. You're like, I'm done singing. Yeah, no yeah. more singing. It's okay. Again, when I come back to the church, in this moment, the president of the young man don't don't come to the to the church this day, mm -hmm. and this who preacher because the president of the young man not come. Jose, you you are a singer. You come to preacher. <laughs> What happened to you? It's okay. You are my Bible. My first preacher, John 3 16. God love you. All people cry. Thank you, God. Jimmy Swagger. Jimmy Swagger. Jimmy Swagger. Jimmy Swagger is very popular. Yeah. And that time, yeah. he was a very popular in this time. Yeah. And all people, Jimmy Swagger. The next worship and the general worship, the pastor told me, Brother Jose, you, what is your age? Uh, 15 years old. But all people told me 
they want to listen to you because all your men said this you preach very God. <laughs> Brother, it's impossible to preach. Preach. Fifteen years old. I preach. You imagine three people have said that Jesus Christ in their life wow. this time. And this moment I understand. Wow. I I was a preacher. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, Who's gonna preach today? <laughs> Jose's gonna preach and then you find yes. your gift. That's awesome. It's, it's thank you God because um I, I love my profession. I I have uh, several degrees, but really I love preaching. Really? I need to preach. I need to to go to the house to talk with people. I need this in my life. I Is it hard this. for you to sit in the seminar all day and not get up and talk? <laughs> no, but I, I like it too. I like to <laughs> to learn too because yeah. I know to learn because uh, it's important too. Let's talk a little bit about um, how uh, Americans can get involved with Central America. I know a lot. There's a lot of even negativity of how oh, we just give money and it doesn't actually help start new churches mm -hmm. or it doesn't. It's just kind of a handout ministry, mm -hmm. and it actually can hurt some of the the countries down here because they um, they come to church just to get a handout. How how can people in America or other places? Uh, Support at church planning in El Salvador and Central America. I think it's the the, the most important things for the Americans or Christian churches is the the principal focus is planting churches. Hmm. You need to understand, brother. It's it's urgent. Understand this? Urgent is is necessary. Yeah. Planting churches yeah. because you know in the United States there are thousands of Christian yeah. churches, yeah. A small, large, uh, a mega church, yeah. super mega church. Yeah. Yeah. But in Latin America, no, they aren't. They aren't. I know in Nicaragua, three, four churches. In Panama, we have only churches. We have a ten state in Panama, ten state. The only we have in two state, we have churches. So when you say outside, is we don't have churches in the principal capital from Panama. Panama, in the capital, we have one million and a half people. If they are in Christian church, yeah. ni small, ni large, ni now. Yeah. Past the same in Costa Rica, mm -hmm. they aren't. They are a small church in 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 Tres Rio in Costa Rica, but now absorb for the Pentecostalism. Mm -hmm. In Colombia, I don't listen. They aren't. Only ten churches, only nine churches, but we have uh, six million people. Yeah, so many people. Eight million, so many people, but no, they are churches. But Christian churches are a lot of churches in every state mm -hmm. in the United States. What is my goal? It is possible uh, because I have a uh, uh, forty-four years old. It is impossible to finish 
my career by the same things. My goal is in every country there are more churches, more planting churches. Awesome. Because it's necessary. Yeah. And I try to to establish okay in village small churches. But we try to my vision is try to establish close to the capitals a big church for they help the people. Mm-hmm. For example, in El Salvador we have uh, the more uh, the big church there in Santa Tecla. We have a uh, church they have uh, uh, 300 or 400 people in two services every Sunday. And uh, this year we collect 5,000 toys for poor people. Wow, within those churches. 5,000 in the our church. Yeah. And the salary in El Salvador, only, only they earned every month $165 a month. Wow. Do you imagine this? That's very low. Huh? But the people understand we receive help with the United States for open. But they need to give to, to 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 give the God and give the children. And uh, in two months we collect five thousand toys. So awesome. And you imagine the the face of the children, the poor children. Wow. The the toys and the what is possible? Because we have churches in a small village. Well, we have a church close to the capital. Yeah. It's more people. They are small money, but they are. In the village, people, they have a problem they don't earn. For example, they, be, they live on the coffee plantation, and they only receive uh, $60 a month. Wow. It's impossible. They don't want to, to give the their child, their children uh, are toys. But the church go, give the toys, mm-hmm. people feel, wow, yeah. it is doing rich the people. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that we have so much opportunity to start new churches. Yeah, um, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, for example, when the Americans come here, the, what is the major problem of the, with us? Is the all the other churches, they don't have us. They don't receive with an open, mm-hmm. no. They receive with a, 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 a guns. They say, no, you are antichrist. You are new. You don't have. A, you don't believe in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. because all Latin American, uh, they have a lot of Pentecostalism churches, and if we don't uh, use a tongue, they say we are antichrist, mm-hmm. and that. Uh, all people say, no, you are a new religion. When the people go you close to me, a white man, an American man close to me, yeah. go together, evangelize country or in front of the church. If you say, hello, brothers and sisters, we are at the Ajoa church. We have uh, two, three hundred, four hundred people. We have a sport minister. We have all people say, "Wow, yeah. we <laughs> we are part of the big church." Yeah, it is important. 
It's important people. to be a part of something more yeah. than just a small little. Yeah, that's and I, true. And I think that's so easy to lose as, as like our movement, independent churches. It, uh, we have uh, you know local eldership. There's not a lot of uh, coming together unless we cause that. And that's important for people to see you're a part of something so much bigger than just your tiny little church. Yeah. Uh, because it can be discouraging and feel like, oh, we have so much work to do. That's why I love foreign missions so much because you get to see and be a part of what God is doing all around the world. Mm-hmm. It's very special. For people uh, in our church, we try to encourage them to go on a mission trip because uh, when we come here, we go... This building isn't an amazing archi- architectural building. Uh, the the there's gates around the church because of some of the danger we might encounter. But the pastors are on fire and people are getting saved and baptized, and they do the same thing that we do in our in our churches. And we can get off track though because we can think it's so much about programs or buildings or things instead of starting new churches, evangelizing people. Yeah. And doing things, not because we have to, but how do we reach? How do we reach the people in our community? Mm-hmm. I'm learning this type of stuff. I'm not that great at doing it right yet, but it's important for us to learn from you, Jose, of going and starting new churches. Yeah, it's very hard to start new churches for people, not just funding, but if you go to an area where there's nobody, I bet those pastors could get down. They get discouraged, or they. They, uh, they don't know what to do. So what would you coach somebody? How would you tell somebody to go and start a church with how to go into a new area and kind of pioneer that, that village, that church, that area? But, for example, when the, when the, we, we, for example, uh, Iowa decide come to Salvador, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, them people of your church come to the Salvador. What is the, the idea? We need to to use you. We need to to use your imagine, your knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's okay. For example, come the young leaders like you, pastors, ladies, they work like the lady work with the children. Yeah. We try to make a Good program with uh, children, young, but what is the, the, the target? Is the in the moment, cut a new people. And the, the US stay in El Salvador, for example, eight days, one week. Mm-hmm. In one week, we try to establish a new church for every uh, mission trip. Start a new church. New church. Wow. But use the children program because if you cut the children, cut the parents. Yeah. Young program, you cut you cut the the young men, you cut their friends. Yeah, you get their friends. And when you open, it's okay, all people come all the week in activity. But on Sunday we have the first worship. Asking your question. People come? Yes. That's awesome. Because they make a relationship with you, with yeah. your people. Yeah. And they want... It's normal the people try to speak English like you. You try to speak Spanish, but the people try... They look in the, in the, in the, in the, in the book, 
how uh, God bless you yeah. uh, because they are a feeling because you are your church is a mother of the new church and you uh, establish your first daughter church in El Salvador and people never 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 forgot you because they know the Iowa Christian Church come here to help us know Jesus Christ it is possible to 25 people establish the first worship it is possible 15 it is possible uh, 100 people no important how many but important is established yeah. Jesus Christ said Two or three person together is my church. Yeah. This is the form. I I, I expect the, the the mission trip come to to El Salvador. It's the one form, in my opinion, it's very good. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Utilize those um, mission trips to start a new church, and then it gives that pastor a lot of momentum for for that community and be able to move into there. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's amazing. I think you guys are doing such phenomenal work. Last thing I want to talk about is uh, you just have a gift to train young men for for ministry. You're not just being the minister, but you're bringing a lot of other men, especially starting all these churches. You can't be at 20 places at once on Sunday. Uh, You're discipling these men to be sent out for ministry. Yeah. How, how do you do that? How do you how do you get young men? I, I know a lot of people are struggling to get young men or young uh, families in their church to be called to ministry. They they may have excuses and say, "Oh, it doesn't pay enough," or "I want to be near my family," or uh, "I'm not I don't have enough theological knowledge," or "That's not my gifting." How do you, how do you get these men to commit to coming alongside of you and making disciples? Oh, it's the when I read in the Bible in the First uh, Corinthians, yeah. Corinthians, yeah, Corinthians, um, thirteen, 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 and said it's the the three things established: hmm. hope, love, and faith. Three times. In this moment, I said. Never other churches um, said the young men no function. They are bipolar. Uh, I don't know. You understand the the word? The people, the young men think one time this, but and the next day they think other things. Yeah, change their mind. And yeah, change their mind. Everything. Is the other churches said, oh, young men no invest in them because. They, 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 they don't, don't knowledge. They don't. Do it. But in my mind, I think the only form in the church is growing fast is make the young men because they are hard energy. But we need to 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 try to train in them. They believe they are very important mm. for the for the kingdom of God. Like the pastor told us. I agree with him. The young men, they are the present of the church. And uh, I have hope, 
I have faith in your man. Why? Because all of them you you saw upside yeah. in the seminary. All of guys, all of them. When they come ten years ago, nine years ago, eight years ago, I baptized him. But not only baptized him, baptized their married they their wife. Their wife, yeah. I married them. I they are like my they are my sons. Yeah. Now they have a good uh, family and they enrich the other young men like I enrich them. If they try to training other young men and they try to the other young men look a good wife and marry to a continue for every every place. But but we need to have they need to faith in, in young men. And thank you God because they awesome. they make this good. It, this is the example. They are over there. That's awesome. They have a good family. But they start when they was only uh, only 14, 16, 17, 19. Yeah, I was shocked when some of the, the, the young men were saying, Hey, I'm 15 years old yeah. and I haven't finished high school and I'm already in the Bible Institute. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're already ready to start serving the Lord. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Why don't we close uh, with just some prayer requests. How could people pray for El Salvador and some of your ministry that you're doing? What, what would be some prayer needs or things that people listening to this could be praying for you about mm-hmm. or your churches? Yeah. Uh, what I need to pr- you pray for, for, for us? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It is, uh, now we have... Uh, uh, a project we try to establish every every year we want to establish new church one new church mm. and um, the idea is we have 100 churches fast in El Salvador and uh, we need to continue pray about this because I don't know how we make this but I know God helps us but you need to pray. I need you pray with us about the, the situation, the violence. But God take a control about this because there are places it's difficult to enter. The other places is normal, but it's the other places difficult to enter. I want to go up in this country because this place because we we want to to enter for give the people the opportunity they know Jesus Christ and, um, and the other thing is personal okay. I want I want you pray for my my son Christopher he is in the three years in the university mm-hmm. and we he studied in the in the in the good, good uh, university he's very good student but it's it's difficult for my family, my, my wife and me, sustain economic because yeah. Christopher is full time in the university. 
because he never go to work and, and study yeah, medicine. Yeah, it's, impos it's impossible because medicine, this program in, in, in Panama, mm -hmm. is an intensive program. When he finished, he graduated with a doctor in medicine and surgery. Wow. The both things. Right. And that never he came to work. And um, uh, this year we resent as uh, the problem about uh, the money situation. How we need to go help us about it. We applied for the scholarship and um, we need to pray for this scholarship uh, function. Uh, because we expect the Christopher one to to be a, a missionary doctor. Yeah. He told me, Daddy, I want to, wow. to be a doctor, but uh, I told him, uh, Christopher, when you will be a doctor, do you need to, to, to put one day for service of Jesus Christ? You give free medicine, free attention to the people yeah. and preach the people. Wow. You, you tell them, I give you a medicine, but Jesus gives you a spiritual medicine too. Wow, yeah. And the Christopher told me, Daddy, exactly I want to make this when wow. I will be a doctor. And uh, I need you pray. This is personal, this is, uh, but uh, I need your, your church, your uh, help us to pray for the scholarship too. Well, there's uh, quite a few people that are going to be listening to this, and uh, after they listen, I encourage them to pray for your family and pray for these new churches that are going to be planted. Maybe I'll put an update once you reach that 100, uh, 100 churches on the blog. But uh, uh, just in closing, how would people reach you if they wanted to uh, to get a hold of you or tell, tell you that they're praying for you? Do you are you on uh, Facebook or email or what, what would be a good way if people wanted to contact you? Yeah, I have a Facebook. Facebook. And email too. Okay. The, the more I use Facebook and, and email. Well, I'll put your Facebook in the show notes. I'll have it on the blog. Uh, app. I, I think... Um, and uh, then we can... Uh, I'll put that a link in there so they can check that out. And uh, yeah. why don't we just uh, close this and I sure appreciate you coming, man, and sitting with me. We're behind the stage why the seminary is still going on so uh if anybody heard noises that's uh, the pastors being trained but we're back in this little room back here with all the sound equipment and, uh, <laughs> sure appreciate you man uh, thank you very much my friend you. thank you i i i love this opportunity to to speak with you and uh thank you god for now you uh, when i know you yesterday is, is really good Thank you. Uh, more you are the other ones, very famous man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay and thank you very much for this opportunity. And um, really, we need to you pray for us every day. All right, I'm going to try some Spanish here. Dios te bendiga. Uh, God bless you, right? Uh huh. Did I say Dios, that right? Dios te bendiga. Uh, yes. Dios awesome. le bendiga a todos. Bendiciones. Thank you. God bless you, every everybody. What a great, great interview. That was a super fun conversation that I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. And uh, I just hope you want to connect with Jose. So head on over to the show notes at renewingourcity.com. 
and you can connect with Jose and what he's doing in Panama and in El Salvador, other places he's planted churches. You can find more helpful information there as well about what we talked about in the episode, any links or helpful information throughout the show. If you want to connect with me or you got any questions or you want to quote any of the things from the show, you can uh, 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 connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Pastor Matt Shaw, or the show at Renewing Our City. And if you want to email me, it's matt at renewingourcity.com. Well, hopefully you feel equipped and have a motivation to get out there and share Jesus, serve others in your own neighborhood and around the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Renewing Our City podcast. For more info about the show, check out renewingourcity.com and follow the show on Twitter at Renewing Our City and facebook.com slash renewingourcity. If you like the show, please rate and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you don't have to miss a single episode in the future. We want to give a special thanks to John Smay Productions for producing the show. Now get out there and share Jesus and serve others in your own neighborhood and around the world.